Highways Voices, the podcast of Highways News, your one-stop destination for all the news about the highways and transport technology industries and our must-read daily newsletter. More than 8,000 people in our industry are gathering at the NEC in Birmingham this week for the premier highways and transport show. It is Highways UK, so welcome to Highways Voices from the NEC. Highways Voices, the podcast from highwaysnews.com. So hello to you from Paul Hutton and Adrian Tatum for the first of three podcasts from the NEC this week. Um, You might get the impression from the noise in the background that they're actually building the show at the moment and you'd be right you've got we're basically sitting just within the exhibit floor hive of activity going on people running around with uh, forklift trucks and everyone's wearing a high vis and it's just really really busy as everybody's getting together now adrian tatum and i first worked together when we worked on another major show um adrian it's much more relaxed on setup day to be reporting from it than actually organizing it oh god yeah i mean it's nice to uh it's nice to be, be able to sit here and plan what we're doing uh for highways voices rather than worrying about having uh, several hundred exhibitors asking for this and worrying that we've got the right stands in the right places and and how many how many people we've got we've got registered but um looking at the build-up here i mean it looks like it's going to be a fantastic event over 230 exhibitors and i think think we're talking about 60 more than last year so real development and and the thing i like about this event is that it really connects with the industry so it's found a way of um connecting with its visitors the exhibitors connecting with the partners and the speakers um so a real, a real good mix of technology on show at the event and of course the the uh the seven or eight content hubs and the incredible number of speakers one of the things i remember was panicking as to whether or not the speakers were going to turn up but there would be no reason for them not to turn up at this event because they want to engage with the key movers and shakers within highways and transport and they're all going to be here yeah yeah they will i mean if you look at um you know if you look at the the, the visitor list all the way from managing directors of the, of the tier one contractors down to engineers academics there's a real kind of interest for everyone at the show and although although seven or eight hubs seems a bit of a minefield when you're planning your day and, and how much time you're spending in the content hubs and how much time you're spending speaking to exhibitors you really um over the two days you really do get a sense of where this industry is at right now which is why i like doing these podcasts because it's it's a real window on on where the industry is right now how it's been developing and and where it's where it's sort of where it's sort of come from uh, in in the year really adrian you've got an appointment with the organizers so i'll let you head off to go and talk to them but the whole of the series of podcasts that we're doing here on highways voices are all thanks to the sponsorship of reflow kia highways causeway technologies navtech radar and swaco they are our sponsors this week uh, they're the reason we are here because of their kind support uh, we'll be talking to them over the next couple of days loads of other exhibitors uh, opinion formers speakers and as i mentioned 
mentioned on our preview programme last week, I'll be actually moderating the keynote session on Thursday. We'll be looking forward to that on tomorrow's Highways Voices. Um, I'll be out and about chatting to people. So will Adrian. And we'll cross to Adrian now, who's uh, just have seen head to the organiser's office. Uh, and he'll catch up with the people who are making Highways UK 2022 happen. Taking a break from dealing with the 230 arriving exhibitors today is Ed Downs, Commercial Director at Highways UK. Ed, welcome to Highways Voices. Thank you, Adrian. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? How's build-up going so far? It's going very, very well. So we're in our second day of build at this stage. So final day. Um, stands are looking, you know, pretty much pretty much complete. We're at 230 exhibitors this year. So a fantastic jump from, you know, another 60 from last year. You know, and this is really just due to demand in in, in the sector and due to demand from, from the visitors. So, um, yeah, it's fantastic. And most visitors to an event like this see, see the finished product, they see the clean carpet, they see all the stands finished. But this sort of event takes months of planning, doesn't it? It does, yeah. I think people forget, you know, to a lot of clients, it's it's a small part of their year. Um, but for us, this is this is our entire year, uh, day in, day out. Being an event that's really pioneered itself as the must-attend event in the sector, you'll find that, you know, typically um, it's an extremely busy, busy show. You know, already for next year, we're already around 80% reserved with already 35% sold out. And we're moving to, to Hall 5 next year, which is double the floor plan um, from this year. So you can really see the demand um, and the need to start something this scale so early. So, Ed, you're a busy man. One more question for you. Just tell us about some of the companies supporting you at this year's event. Yeah, just to, just to name a few of the, the top of my head, we've obviously got our platinum sponsors. So this year we're welcoming Shell Road and Construction, um, Arcadis, Amy Ringway, Trimble, Skanska, Mock McDonald and Tarmac, each of them following a traditional theme of sponsoring a hub. And for them, this is a really great way uh, to connect with visitors and other exhibitors at the show. Okay, thanks, Ed. We'll catch up with you uh, later in the show. Thanks, Adrian. So also joining us again is Claudia Davison, Senior Conference Producer at Highways UK. Claudia, hello. How are you? Hi, Adrian. Yeah, very busy, very busy. But it's nice to see it all finally come together after a year of really hard work. Good, good. Uh, remind us what's in store tomorrow from a content perspective. There's please. a lot going on. I think we've got about over 130 sessions across the two days, um, across 10 different stages. I'd say the highlights that people really shouldn't miss is um, the first panel on our keynote stage um, with John Larkinson, Anthony Smith, Emma Ward and Nick Harris talking about promoting excellence in the sector. We've also got Sir John Armit or giving a keynote address on day two. We've also got a fantastic panel around the acceleration of decarbonisation, which is being moderated by Adam Crosley of Skanska. And that's with Kate Cohen of DFT, Peter Cole of Transport for the North, uh, Charlotte Warburton of Deloitte and David Simons from, from WSP. So, yeah, those are those are the highlights for me. And how many people are you expecting tomorrow and what time does it start? So most important thing, it starts at 9.05 with opening remarks from BBC journalist Samantha Simmons and Managing Director of Terrapin, Sean Willis. So yeah, we are just about to hit 8,000 registrations. Uh, we're hoping for maybe 8,500, maybe nine. Yeah, extremely busy, uh, a, lot to, a lot going on. So yeah, I hope people are ready. Okay, well, we'll let you get back to work. Thank you for joining us again.
Thank you. You're listening to Highways Voices with me, Paul Hutton, and with Adrian Tatum. All thanks to the sponsorship of Reflow, Kia Highways, Causeway Technologies, Navtech Radar, and Swaco. Uh, we'll hear from Kia in a moment, but just a reminder about Highways News, which is the website behind Highways Voices. If you're new to Highways Voices, uh, we are the audio version of Highways News, the website updated every day at highways-news.com it's where you get all the news from highways and transport technology we really are the only place you need to go for everything you need to know and remember that we also post on twitter and on linkedin find us on there and follow and you can sign up to our daily email into your inbox every lunchtime with the latest news for the industry sign up at highways-news.com slash subscribe highways voices with Paul Hutton and Adrian Tatum. And now taking a break from setting up her stand at this year's Highways UK is Natty Geraghty, Head of Customer and Communications at Kia Highways, one of the sponsors of the series of pod- show podcasts we're doing this year. Natalie, welcome to the Highways Voices podcast. Thank you very much for having me. Now, this is the industry that wouldn't be where it was. It wouldn't be where we were in terms of the technology we're seeing at this show and the development if it wasn't for the people that work in it. Now, connecting people is the theme for your stand this year. Tell us why. Okay, so we build and maintain infrastructure, right? You know, we connect people. We're responsible for helping people get wherever they need to go across the country every single day. Um, We've updated our uh, business purpose to connecting people. Um, And we wanted to showcase some of our own people, our own employees that work tirelessly uh, to do that on a day in, day out basis. We've got a range of case studies on the stand. So people will see when they come past um, quite a big media wall where we've got some new photography of some of our real um, inspiring Kia Highways heroes. There are a range of of profiles. So we've got 10 uh, people who agreed to take part and tell us their route into the industry and, you know, why why they're happy to work for Kia and, you know, contribute to the purpose of connecting people across the country. So uh, connecting people isn't just about good recruitment, and good trading, although they are essential parts of this. What, what what else are we kind of talking about in terms of connecting people? And I guess one of the questions is, you know, you're maintaining the highways, as you said. The most important thing is telling people, telling the customer what we're doing and why we're doing it, right? We are passionate about people, whether that be um, our own people, our own employees, whether that be our customers, our clients, we need more people in the industry. We need more people in our business. We've got over a thousand vacancies across Kia Group, um, and nearly three hundred of them are in highways. Now we're looking for um, people who've got uh, passion, skills, expertise, transferable skills, not necessarily from the same um, industry, and we want those people to help us keep the country moving, keep people connected. So it might be somebody who needs to work in communications because customer is at the centre of everything that we do. You know, we're on a journey, as with quite the rest of the industry, uh, to become much more customer-focused. It might be people in finance. It might be people in IT. They're not necessarily roles that people would associate with, um, like, the, the network and highways. 
people have a, a, a perception that it's, uh, you know, road workers, uh, people standing at the side of the road on, on the motorway, but there's so much more that goes into that. So our job for the next few days at Highways UK is to showcase that there is a whole different world there and we need people to help deliver our purpose on keeping the country connected. I think the secret is starting really young, isn't it? And, and, and explaining to young children and young adults, like you've just said, what the highways industry is and the fact that we need good salespeople, good marketeers. We need people that can analyse data more and more in the sector. Um, how, how are you as a business kind of connecting with those early, early years? Yeah, I think you're right. You know, um, the younger the children that we can speak to, the better, really. Children get to a certain age, don't they? You know, when they're teenagers and they already have perceptions um, made by uh, the world around them. So if we can get to them when they're in primary schools, talk to them about um, what we do out there, then it does seem to make um, a difference. And I'm sure many other um, companies within the highway sector would agree so we do the usual of visiting primary schools. Uh, we take our vehicles there. We talk to them about winter. We talk to them about road worker safety, road worker abuse. We talk to them about driving safe through roadworks. And then we also speak to them about the careers that are on offer. I had a conversation the other week, actually, with somebody where I was talking about my background, which is... Um, in communications and journalism but actually when I was at school I didn't know that you could be a communicator within a business now I'm a communicator within a business within the highway sector that, that wouldn't that was never in my brain I, I, I didn't know that existed uh, so we go out to the schools we go to careers fairs we have assessment centers um, hosted every year where we ask people you know if they want to go for an apprenticeship with us they can attend and our apprenticeships go far beyond the usual engineering apprenticeship or a financial apprenticeship. Um, I recently had somebody in my team who completed uh, a PR apprenticeship within the highway sector. So we, we try to get to where the groups of people are, where we, we try to get to where those people are, where we think um, we're going to find some up and coming talent in, over the next few generations. Um, we also do quite a bit with colleges around the country. It might be where colleges where people have additional disabilities. We offer placements to those who may be from disadvantaged communities. So, you know, there are a lot of opportunities for people to get a foot in the door within highways. Um, and that's part of what our, our whole stand is about this year at Highways UK. Um, a couple of our profiles that we feature do say that that they would recommend getting a foot in the door and then figuring out your options from there within highways. Okay, so Natalie, thank you for now. We'll be back to Keir to expand on this theme of connecting people. But for now, Natalie, thank you very much. Thank you. Highways Voices, the podcast from highwaysnews.com. Highwaysnews.com. So as we heard from the organisers here on Highways Voices, there are 230 exhibitors on the exhibit floor this year, 60 more than last year. This event grows year by year. So that 
entices more and more people, more than 8,000 people are going to be here over the next two days. But it also, if you have your own exhibition stand, I guess gives a little bit of a challenge as to how to get as many people as possible to come to your stand when they're frankly sport for choice walking around hall one of the nec so i thought i'd grab some expertise on little tips that you if you're an exhibitor can use to get people onto the stand so i'm talking to pr guru helen blood is probably the way to describe her from uh, boundary marketing and pr uh, helen um you're an old hand let's put it this way at running exhibitions and running exhibition stands um i walk around exhibitions i was in los angeles a few weeks ago and there would be people who were sitting there staring at their phone or they were arms folded or chatting to their colleagues you didn't want to go and talk to them how do you get people to come over to your stand i think you've picked out some really key ones there which is you know, how do you look to somebody who's wandering past? You know, do you look approachable? So the whole eating on your stand, being on the phone on your stand, arms crossed, sitting at the table on your laptop, it is a complete waste of your time and money if you're going to come to a show and do that. You know, I know sometimes we have to, but take it off stand. Go for a walk, answer that phone call, make sure that one of your colleagues has got the stand covered. Um, I operate um, a process that was taught to me many, many moons ago. I should say I've been doing this a long time, Paul. Um, in fact, over 25 years, um, my first traffics here um, and, you know, Highways UK uh, for several years now since its first ever. Um, and that, you know, does continue to grow. But I still apply the same principles and that is something called hookers, helpers and heroes. Um, it normally uh, makes people snigger a little bit. Um, <laughs> But the whole hooker idea is related to shepherd's hooks. So you really do need to be proactive in reaching out to people as they're walking by your stand. Otherwise, they will literally walk by your stand. And you need to think about whether you've got something that is going to make them want to come and talk to you. Um, there's no point sort of saying to them, you know, what brings you here today? Um, because they're going to say a bus, a car or so on. So you need to think about how you, you question people and get them to stop and engage with you. Um, and then obviously, a bit like one of our clients that's here at the moment is, have you got something new to show? Um, people mainly come to events because they're looking for something different and they, they've got, you know, they want to find something new, uh, making sure that you have told them that. So utilising, you know, these days, you know, social media platforms, in particular LinkedIn, um, to let people know that you are here and you've got something to show. Um, and then when they are here, kind of bringing them in, getting some PR and editorial out there before the show to let people know, um, you know, like yourselves you know, with regards to Highways News. And then, you know, having people on the stand then who are the kind of heroes in, in my ear. So they're the people that really know what it is you do as a business and can talk to people in a, in a knowledgeable way and it's not always the salespeople and um, the same as salespeople aren't always the right people to be hookers you know you think they are but they aren't necessarily and then you know people that are helping are those people that literally help you to facilitate the running of the of the stand itself something good strong visually right messaging think it through you've spent a lot of money being here not just on the physical stand and space but on your time your people's time hotels and all the additional costs that are often forgotten so it is important that you get your ROI um, and the key to that is don't leave your leads on the stand because the amount of events I've done over the years where at the end of the show 
I'm tidying up and every single lead that has been generated is still in, the, you know, in a folder, in a book and people have walked off and just not thought twice about it. Yes, nowadays we have swap card in this case, you know, we've got apps, etc. Um, so that is less of an issue, but that is key, the follow-up, absolutely. You also get the issue when you're on a stand that you either get the tyre kickers who've come across really because they just want to nick a couple of celebrations out of the pot that you bought from Asda a couple of days ago or alternatively you get your competitors coming over trying to nick your ideas. Have you got any hints as to how to spot a genuine conversation that could lead to some business and how maybe to, uh, how can I put it politely, get rid of somebody that's really going to waste your time? Yeah, that's a tricky one, isn't it? Because we're very British and we don't really want to be rude. However, I think you, you do know, um, if you've been doing this kind of thing for a while, you know, and you know your compet- competitors, and it's quite easy to kind of take them off as they start, try to come on and sort of say, you know, I'm really busy right now, so, you know, if you don't mind, we'll have to catch up later. And the same with, you know, people who do, like you say, people come on for a freebie, and half the time the best thing to do is just give it to them and, uh, and let them leave um, in the nicest possible way. Um, so I, I think, yeah, that's, we don't have to be rude to keep something short and see people off. Um, we just need to let them know that we're here for a reason and it's not to be talking to them. You've just reminded me of a great moment I had once in Las Vegas at the Consumer Electronics Show when I was being shown by one company their latest gizmo on a screen and I was suddenly aware of a camera next to me, a camera phone being held up recording the presentation, turned around and it was actually, I'm not joking, the CEO of a competitor company. He didn't even send one of his underlings. He was just recording this himself. So everybody does it. Everybody does it around the world. And again, they were terribly British, even though they weren't a British company because they didn't say anything. Finally, Helen, you're practicing what you're preaching this week because Boundary have got several clients uh, within the exhibition hall, haven't they? Yes, we've got two uh, clients, TWM and Clearway, who are actually exhibiting. So first time for TWM, um, which I think demonstrates, you know, Highways UK as an event, um, how attractive it's becoming to to new exhibitors. Um, Clearway are here for the second time. They actually debuted into the industry um, at Highways UK last year. Um, It was a good event, obviously, because they're back again this year. So that's two stands. Um, And then we've got other clients here where we've supported not on the stand itself, but on graphics or PR or editorial or whatever they need us to do, really. So, so yeah, and social media and and so on and so forth. So it's going to be a busy few days, um, but that's how we like it. It always is busy, but you always come out of it at the end with uh, a lot more knowledge than you had at the beginning. Helen, thanks for your expertise. Have a great show here. And talking of Clearway, uh, I think Adrian was saying he was going to head over and speak to uh, one of the team there. So let's uh, go and cross to Adrian and chat to Clearway now here on Highways Voices. Clearway Technology, they'll be launching a range of wearable safety technology at Highways UK this week. Simon Waterfall, General Manager for Highways at Clearway Technology, joins me now. Simon, welcome to Harvey's Voices. Tell me why the launch of this technology is so important for the sector right now. I think um, we are have been, in the last few years, entering a period where um, operatives um, are being threatened more often. Um, there is conflicts at um, closure points, but also we're trying to do things in a more technology-active way where we want to start removing people from the roadside 
So using technology to enable, you know, the old adage of 10 people stood around a hole looking in, when we can send one person and have 10 people sat back at the office looking at a screen, obviously removes the risk and a lot of the things back into a safe working environment. Okay, so this is a series of products in the wearable technology range. The first is uh, a helmet. Tell us, tell us about that. Yeah, standard um, hard hat that obviously all our operatives wear when they're out on site. Um, simply clicks into uh, where the ear defenders um, go on the hard hat. Um, the functionality from this is um, we have a two-way audio. So you can obviously do that live surveying or technical queries back to designers and things. Um, it allows an SOS functionality. So if you've got inspectors doing loan working, uh, that automatically goes back to our NSI Gold uh, accredited monitoring station in Yorkshire. And we can simply and quickly have two-way communications if there's a problem out on site. Um, and also we've got the real-time location. Um, so when things are being surveyed, um, and the video is being sent back. We know where that image was taken on a particular side. Okay, and th this marks a year of development since Clearway made its debut at Spyways UK last year. What other technology have you, have you been working on that would be considered relevant for the sector? I think, obviously, as a company, we've come a long way in the last 12 months since we were first at the show. Um, Last year, showing off um, the solar-powered CCTV tower, um, that's obviously been deployed in a number of locations now on the UK network, um, utilising our stationary vehicle detection analytics. Um, but we have a lot more to offer from the technology tower. Um, if you see it as a rapidly deployable power source rather than a CCTV tower, we can put air quality monitoring on there now, noise and sound, vibration monitoring. Um, we get um, count, class, speed of traffic as well. So we can do pre and post analysis um, from schemes, not just offering that um, option as of, of the temporary CCTV. Um, we also um, now have been investing through uh, using video for incursion monitoring as well. Um, so we've also got on display um, this week um, a video-based incursion monitoring system that can either be standalone or can be vehicle-mounted for the deployment of traffic management. So through, um, obviously, the tower and using video, um, we're offering a number of solutions to the um, sector now to make it faster, leaner, greener and cheaper. So as an industry, getting technology rapidly deployed on the roadside quickly and in a sustainable way is sometimes a real challenge. How do we balance temporary with permanent? I think there is uh, the opportunity now that um, the likes of Smart Motorway and things are moving in a direction where they want outcomes for the customers. Um, before we were coming along and still using, you know, standards and specifications that were thought up 20, 30 years ago. So now we have the opportunity with lots of the raising the bar documents where if you want to put out, for instance, temporary CCTV, you've got to have all your ducting arrangement on the fence line or above ground. This obviously has cost implication. So therefore, our rapidly uh, deployable systems obviously can make the prelims and things a lot faster on those large schemes. Um, using the technology in a temporary environment 
obviously then we can work towards um, using these solutions in a permanent environment. So you may want to be looking at the video analytics for, you know, whether it is vehicle count in class or for stop vehicle detection, being able to get things out in a temporary manner, which is better than just having guys eyeball in monitoring stations, but also gives people the confidence in the sector that we can start offering these services as a permanent solution. And that will help towards, obviously, building up the, the customer and the road users' um, confidence in using the road and obviously around all the problems that we have had and facing as an industry from the rollout of Smart Motorway. That's great, Simon. Fascinating as ever. Thank you for joining us. Not a problem. Have a great week. Simon Waterfall from Clearway Technologies chatting to Adrian there. He's always such a fun character to catch up with here at these shows. And he's rounding off today's preview podcast from here at Highways UK 2022. We will be back with podcasts late afternoon uh, tomorrow and Thursday, bringing you a flavour of what's going on at this enormous event with more than 8,000 people at the NEC over the next two days and all I'll do to finish is thanks once again to our sponsors Swarco, Navtech Radar Causeway Technologies, Kia Highways and Reflow. Without them we couldn't bring you these podcasts so please over the next two days make sure you go and chat to them on the exhibit floor. I'll catch you for a look at day one of Highways UK tomorrow on the Highways News website. Highways Voices Join us again next week for more insights from those that matter in the industry. 